0: thanks to Sheldon for handing me the CD Chris Kane uh, that was track seven evil minded woman standing by to join us on the last segment of the sh- of the show is Shaz Kong who's gonna talk about her book The Closer good morning Shaz good morning Janine how are you great thank you for calling into the show I was so intrigued by your background and uh, your new book could you tell listeners a little bit about you
1: uh, thank you. Uh, so do you want me to just uh, give my background a little bit? Yeah, that'd be great. Um, okay, so I, um, well, um, I've been in uh, retail and apparel for most of my life, and I've kind of had, kind of had a varied career. I worked as a research scientist, um, an Internet builder, a partner in a consulting firm, um, and then also was a senior executive at Nike. ran a few businesses there. I ran a company called Boosty Activewear and um, got that that business profitable for the first time in history and turned it around and um, just uh, been working with a lot of private equity and venture capital firms recently and and also serving on boards.
0: What was it like being one of the first females to head a global business at Nike?
1: It was, you know, it was pretty daunting because uh, I had never, the the business I ran, the first business I I ran was the global uh, Nike cycling business and Mm -hmm. it had been run for six years or seven years by a professional track cyclist. And when I uh, was asked by the CEO to take over the business, he said, just fix it and um, no other <laughs> sure. parameters. But, you yeah, know, I was like, you know, uh, on the one hand, it's very daunting. But on the other hand, it's, it's also very freeing because I could just use my creativity. But it was um, it was a challenge because I went around to each person on the team and most of the pe- people on the team were men and they were avid cyclists. And everybody asked me, what do you know about the business of cycling and what do you know about the sport of cycling? Mm-hmm. And you know, I said, not much, but I do know how to ride a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, they didn't really get my sense of humor. But, <laughs> I like but it. you know, I said, look, I, w- I plan to learn about the business and about the sport from you guys, but I do know how to turn around a business and I do know how to turn, to ra- turn around a brand. So right. hopefully you'll learn something from me also. And uh, we ended up growing revenues 300% in the first year and profitable for the first time. So we we did a lot, but it was definitely a a challenge just, you know, getting over that initial hump.
0: Of course, of course. Now, the theme of my show is Get the Funk Out, and I could imagine, you know, you've had a lot of challenges. How do you stay positive when you're faced with certain things in this industry as a woman?
1: I think one of the biggest things is um, trying to maintain my sense of humor, but... um, Also a big factor is just having resilience. I've been in a number of situations that were just, you know, really shocking or surprising, and and they were based on, you know, the fact that I was a female or a minority, and I just had to figure out how to turn the situation around and, you know, try to make it more positive. And, And actually some of those specific situations I've incorporated into the book that I wrote.
0: Let's, t- let's touch on the book um, because I was so intrigued by this. Could you talk a little bit about what it's about?
1: Sure. It's about the first female CEO of a sports company and this secret society of professional women who help her succeed called the Ceiling Smashers. So uh, mm-hmm. the goal really in writing the story was um, to present a more modern female character one of the things that was really just frustrating to me and i don't know if you've come across this as well janine but Mm -hmm. in a lot of uh, fiction books i was reading if a woman was smart and successful and in a leadership position then she was either evil and diabolical and trying to you know crush the careers of other women Or she was just completely neurotic in her personal (laughs) life, you know. And I thought, you know, there's so many male characters who are successful, unapologetically so. And they are, you know, cool, interesting, smart, you know, and funny. And I thought, why are there no, I know so many women out there that are like that. And why is nobody writing about them? So this is kind of a love letter to all the really great, talented, you know, positive women out there. And I just wanted to provide something fresh.
0: I love it. What are some of the qualities of these uh, superpowers of ceiling smashers that, you know, that they have?
1: Well, I think for one thing, um, you know, as I mentioned, resilience is really critical. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think being able to bounce back and just kind of recover your strength quickly. Um, I've also found that uh, women who are really successful, you know, one of the superpowers that they have is they, well, I call it kind of go big or go home. They're really willing to take risks. And, um, and just put themselves out there. And I think that you won't really meet with success unless you take some chances and, um, and put yourself in a situation where you're not comfortable. And, you know, I think another superpower is just um, being able to uh, maintain your confidence, even in situations where you may lose a, co- a little bit of confidence in yourself. But I think if you project confidence then you'll be able to bring others along more easily. And, yes. um, and you know, everybody has periods where they feel some apprehension, but if you show it, then, you know, right. that, right. I think, as a woman leader, it's like almost a, a real sign of weakness. So I think, you know, that consistent um, portrayal of, you know, confidence mm-hmm.
0: is, is really uh, important. I feel like when people see somebody that's weak, they pounce on that, like as an opportunity, like, aha, you know, and... I think you just have to stay strong and, as you said, have a sense of humor.
1: Right, right. And, you know, I mean, it's interesting because I was in a meeting one time at Nike and it was kind of a a contentious meeting and I, you know, put forth an idea and and it was actually, you know, the one that we ended up going with. But, you know, people were kind of arguing, I put forth the idea and it was mostly men in the room and then, you know, and nobody really commented so I just repeated it, you know, very calmly. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, then one guy was like, hey, you know, that actually is a great idea. We should do it that way. And so it's funny because after the meeting, a woman who was in the meeting with me, she said, you know, I was really surprised because I didn't think the meeting was going to go the way it did.
0: Interesting. But she
1: said, you know, you were just calm and you repeated the the idea and then, you know, just you were very, uh, you know, passionate about it and right. people just, you know, came along. So, um, so I think, you know, That's it's a great interesting. You know.
0: No, it's a great lesson. I feel like if you stand your, gro- your ground and you're calm and you believe in what you're saying... And you articulate it, you know, people will come along. They will follow you.
1: Absolutely, you know, and I've seen the opposite where you know I've seen a couple of female leaders who you know got mad in a meeting and threw some threw a notebook at somebody, okay, that's somebody who, who else who you know <laughs> broke into tears and
0: stormed out, and I was like, okay, that's not really my style. So <laughs> that's good. That's not your style. <laughs> so I think you're a superwoman because who has a writing process where concept to manuscript in ten months? That's how you did this.
1: It was pretty crazy, yeah. I did it while, I, I have uh, twin daughters, and I did it when they were about nine months old. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, yeah, it was, you know, you're already exhausted and everything, so it's like, yeah. oh, why not take on another challenge? Yeah, sure, <laughs> right, right. So, it was, yeah, a little bit, you know, a little bit insanity there, but, I you know, I knew I wanted to write the book, and I had um, <coughs> I'd been thinking about it, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And um, so what I did was I outlined the entire um, story, and then uh, for each chapter, I made a, just a one-pager, and I had kind of the key um, plot points of that chapter and any other notes that I wanted to work in, I would carry that page around with me. So, you know, when I was taking my daughters to the park or, great. you know, feeding them or doing laundry, I would, you know, refer to it, and I'd start writing in my head. And then when they were taking a nap, I'd have, like, two hours to just sit down and, and type it all into my laptop. So um, I, I did about a chapter a week, and um, and ended up writing the whole thing in ten months, but the uh, but the editing process was a lot longer <laughs> and more painful, and that was about two and a half years.
0: But you just did something that I really believe in, where when you when you have young children, you need to do something for yourself to keep sane. At least I did, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. it just makes you feel better to have something of your own.
1: I agree. I think you can't, you know, children are amazing and wonderful, but the thing is you can't lose your identity also. And I think owning something that is is yours and you're creating, you know, I I totally agree with you. It's Mm -hmm. it's so important to have something like that.
0: Talk about keeping out of a funk while you're having, you know, you have young kids by by creating something for you. It sounds like it helped you, you know, stay out of a funk.
1: Yes. and, And the thing is, I also felt like this, book has a message for other people and you know the tone is really hopeful and positive and it's about collaborating and supporting each other Mm -hmm. so i felt like it's my third baby kind of you know (laughs) it's something that (laughs) i'm you know giving the birthing process was a little longer but um but i still feel you know as passionate about it as you know as my own children so
0: incredible now uh this book is this book out yet or is it coming out
1: it just uh, launched on Wednesday of last Fantastic. week, so it's available.
0: Congratulations. Right. Thank you. I bet you're already thinking of what you're going to do next.
1: <laughs> I am. Actually, you know, when I wrote the first draft of this book, Janine, it was almost 185,000 words. Whoa. So yeah, I was like, uh, that's too long. And then, yeah. you know, when I went through the editing process, I had a great editor who was also really just um, an extremely helpful writing coach. And um, so she actually recommended a book to me, which was called The First 50 Pages. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just, I learned a lot about the craft of writing from her, but I, I realized I had way too much in there. So um, it is going to be a series. The first book focuses on the protagonist, Vivian Lee, and you know, the first book is The Closer. The second book in the Ceiling Smasher series is going to focus on her counterparts who founded the Ceiling Smasher S- Society, so Andy, Grace, and Sophia, and mm-hmm. then also her friend Coop. And then the the third book I have, envisioned kind of brings everything together and and delves a little bit more deeply into, okay, now that Vivian is the CEO of this major sports company, what are her experiences and what's her journey?
0: I love this. I feel like, you know, this has taken your your life and put it into a fictional situation, but it's been cathartic at the same time.
1: Yes, and, and the other thing is I feel like it's providing, you know, a fresh, Um, character that women are just starving to read about. I mean, I I can't think of, like, a really smart, you know, talented female leader that I've read about in a fiction novel lately. And so I've been getting, you know, just really great feedback from a lot of other female executives saying, you know, where has this book been? I haven't read anything like this. Right. So I feel good about that, uh, you know, that accomplishment for um, being able to resonate with other women.
0: Uh, Tell me, where can people find out more about you?
1: Uh, well, I have my website, which is feelingsmashers.com, mm-hmm. and then I also have a Facebook and a Twitter page. Um, but the, um, the website actually has a blog, and what I'm inviting people to do is if they have stories that they want to share or if they have you know, questions or they're seeking advice, then I'm happy to help or you know, other women who are uh, weighing in can also offer advice.
0: Fantastic. Because I was going to ask you if you have any advice for our listeners who might be going through a tough time at work, you know, new job or they've been in a job, you know, doubting themselves. Hmm.
1: Well, I do. I mean, I do a lot of mentoring, and um, what I was hoping to do was have the blog on the website serve as kind of a virtual mentor for some of these women. So hopefully, they'll you know be able to use that as a resource and find it
0: find it helpful. Fantastic. I want to thank you so much for calling into the show. This has been great.
1: Well thank you, Janine. I you know, the the book was written for ceiling smashers like you. So uh, so
0: awesome. I
1: appreciate your support of the book and, and you know, just I think it's great that you promote authors and the whole um, aspect of reading. I think it's just, you know, really an important thing Absolutely.
0: to do. Absolutely. And on your next project, come back on. I'd love to have you.
1: I would I would be delighted to.
0: Fantastic. Have a great day, Shaz. Okay, thank you, you too. Right, bye bye. That was Shaz Kong calling in to talk about her book, Ceiling Smashers, Book One, The Closer. And there'll be much more from her, I bet you. Uh, if you missed any part of this, it is up in my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Coming up next is Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at moms underscore rock. And you can find KCI at KCIFM. fm We're on Instagram at KCIFM. We're on Tumblr blog.kuci.org, and Facebook at KUCI 88.9. And if you want to find out about being a guest on the show, it's really easy. You just have to be able to spell my name. It's J-A-N-E-A-N-E at KUCI.org. Send me an email. Let me know what kind of funk you've been in, perhaps, personal, professional, whatever. You'd love to come on the show. I'd love to hear from you. Again, J-A-N-E-A-N-E at KUCI.org. Up next, Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues. Have a great Monday.